Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Grieving the death of a military loved one is difficult at any time, but maybe especially challenging around Memorial Day a holiday dedicated to honoring those who gave all in the service of our country. Good morning, I'm Bernie Lucas. In this segment of Community, we'll look at TAPS, an organization dedicated to helping those grieving the loss of a military loved one. And our guest is an educator, researcher, surviving fiancé of a United States Air Force captain. Please welcome Dr. Chantel Dooley, Director of Impact Assessment and Research with TAPS. Good to meet you. It's lovely to meet you, Bernie. Thank you so much for the time to be here today. Sure. Absolutely glad to do it. And, and it's good timing, uh, you know, over, especially over this weekend. Um, I, I'd like to hear your story in a few minutes, but let's start with the basics. What is TAPS and what does TAPS do? Wonderful. Well, TAPS is the national nonprofit organization that provides comfort, care, and resources to everyone grieving the death of a military loved one. We've been around since 1994. Uh, We were founded out of tragedy. Our president and founder, Bonnie Carroll, lost her husband in a plane crash off the coast of Alaska while he was serving in the Army National Guard. And at the time, she was looking for that kind of support that everyone needs in those days, weeks, and months following the death of of your whole world, of your whole life, of your future. And what she found was the greatest source of support came from the seven other widows whose husbands also died in the same plane crash. And after spending the two years doing a really thorough gap analysis and a needs assessment, TAPS was founded, and it was founded as the organization to provide that support that can only come from someone else who has lived a similar experience. And the letters TAPS stand for? So TAPS stands for the Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors. And we are an organization, um, many staff members are survivors ourselves, and our whole mission is to ensure that everyone grieving the death of a person that they loved who served in the United States military, our armed forces, to include government contractors, knows that they are not alone, and there is a nationwide network of support and care. So... uh the story or the organization was born out of tragedy, and, and so was your connection. Um, if you don't mind, t- uh, tell us your story. Absolutely. It's, it's an honor to share my story. And so my story into the TAPS family begins with love and the love of a great man. Captain Alex Stanton brought me into the TAPS family We were engaged to be married just a few short months away from our wedding day, and I had just left teaching, and he had left um, his work at Luke Air Force Base, and we were driving to meet with our wedding DJ um, to finalize the plans for our wedding, and he was killed in a motorcycle accident, and my world forever changed. 
Um, being that I was not yet his wife, there was a lot of limitations in what I was eligible for and what I could receive support for. Um, and I did not find TAPS until TAPS found me. And I lo- what I love so much about my story with Alex is I truly believe that he left TAPS as a gift for me because he was the one that selected our wedding date, which was May 27th of 2017. So after he was killed, he was laid to rest in Arlington National Cemetery in March of 2017. And so I went back to our home there in Phoenix and packed up, moved out. And then I wanted to be with him on what was supposed to be our wedding day, which coincidentally happened to be over Memorial Day weekend. So I flew all the way out here all by myself, all the way from Arizona, completely broken and um, very much traumatized and very much still trying to physically process what it was that was my new reality. And so I marched all the way through the visitor center, wheeling my little suitcase. And I had um, a bouquet of flowers in my hand that I brought all the way from Arizona. So I landed, got straight into the Metro, got out, went through the visitor center, had a meltdown in the visitor center about um, what it was I was about to do and um, marched all the way to section 60. And I sat there with him and it was the first time I had seen his headstone because his headstone had been placed since the last time, since we were here for his internment. And I got to tell you, Bernie, that was probably one of the hardest days of my entire life was being there on that moment and having such a picture and such a vivid dream of what that day would was supposed to look like. Yeah. And instead the reality being a cemetery. Yeah. Oh. And um so I was um very very emotional and I there was a lot of section 60 is is full of of you know people in over Memorial Day weekend. And there were a lot that meant meant very well. Like they would come by and they tried to, you know, comfort me or tried to get me to talk about him, wanting to ask me what color his eyes were and what his favorite kind of ice cream was. And I just remember sitting there, you know, as I'm just a mess and thinking, do you have it? I'm supposed to meet a beautiful white dress surrounded by all my family and friends you know, before God and telling the world that I pledged to, you know, give my life, spend my life with this man. And instead I'm sitting here talking to a headstone Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't want to talk about what kind of ice cream he liked. Yeah. And, um, so they, they moved on and, um, but then there were the people walking around in these red tap shirts mm. and they didn't try to get my mind off of it. They didn't try to change the topic. They didn't try to um, get me to stop crying and they didn't even say a word. And I'm like in, there was one woman that just came up behind me and she just squeezed my shoulder and she didn't say a word, but it was just that, that beautiful moment of the pain that she saw that I was in and recognizing that pain as someone who has also lived with that. Right. And um, 
that's what TAPS does is we know as an organization, we cannot fix what is broken. We can't sew our hearts back together and we can't make it better. But what we can do is we can give each other the strength to take another step forward and to do so in a positive way that focuses on the life that was lived rather than how or where they died. Yeah, that's, um, and you're getting emotional telling this story and it's, it's for what, four years ago this week. Um, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, great. And grief doesn't go away. It just, it changes over time, but it doesn't go away and doesn't have to. You are, you are correct. Um, the beautiful thing about the TAPS organization is we have all of our programs and services that are structured to welcome survivors wherever they are in their grief journey. So survivors who are very new in their loss, they are connected with resources to help them to stabilize and resolve those immediate needs that nobody ever plans for following a loss. Um, and those immediate needs can range from everything to, you know, funds to purchase clothes, to attend a funeral, to helping with logistics um, in terms of getting people to the funeral and, and even connections to mental health professionals for survivors based off of their age, their, you know, the manner of death on which they grieve and in a manner that they're comfortable with. Yeah. Um, the the other beautiful thing that we do is once we we have survivors with us, we send them endless resources in order to help provide them the tools and the skills in a way that is meaningful for them. We have programs uh, specific for survivors to be able to connect based off of the manner of death that they are grieving and their relationship to their loved one. So we are able to uh, connect a mother who is grieving the death of her son who died by suicide. And it was her only son with another mother who is also grieving the death of her son, her only son who died by suicide. And these connections last a lifetime and are truly and actually empirically proven to be more helpful and more healing for survivors than other programs that are out there. Yeah. The other beautiful thing that we do as an organization is we are partnered with survivors for the rest of their lives. Nobody ever ages out of our program and there's no qualifiers to be eligible for our programs. If you loved someone and their life included military service, we honor their service to our country by providing support and resources to everyone they loved and left behind. As survivors continue to grow in their grief, we know that that while you 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 said it so beautifully earlier, Bernie, that you know it never goes away, and it, we know that. But what we do know is we also need to grow ourselves and give back, and to the organization that has helped us to heal and that has helped save our lives. So we have a phenomenal program that we utilize called our mentor program, and we have three different types of mentors. The first type of mentor are our peer mentors, and these are military survivors who are at least 18 months past their own loss and at a healthy point in their grief journey, 
and are willing to volunteer their time to be a source of comfort and support for another newly bereaved survivor. And this includes, you know, everything from, you know, attending a, a bridge dedication in their local hometown or their local community to just being that source of comfort that they know they can call and they just get it. They connect at our seminars and, and meet in person. They meet virtually at our virtual grief care groups. And this, these are safe spaces where survivors can come together and they can share and process things that they may not be able to or may not feel comfortable with doing anywhere else. That um, we also have our military mentor program. And this program is very special to TAPS because this program connects members of the military as a mentor for a bereaved military child at our TAPS programs. And um, the, this whole program is specific for our surviving kids. And this weekend, as we prepare for our National Military Survivor Seminar and Good Grief Camp, we're preparing to welcome over 200 surviving children and military mentors where they're going to come together. They're going to engage in age appropriate activities to help them process their grief in a way that is meaningful for them. And, you know, Bernie, just like adults need to know that they're not alone. Kids also need to know that they're not alone. Oh, yeah. And for so many of our, our military kids, they may be the only child in their community whose parent served in the military and whose parent has died. And so bringing these kids together, they can meet other kids who also share a similar experience, but also receive that custom support from their very own military mentor so that they know that the military honors the life and service of their loved one and they don't forget them. Yeah. We're talking with Dr. Chantel Dooley, uh, Director of Impact Assessment and Research with TAPS. I'm Bernie Lucas. Uh, you're talking about kids. The, there's something on your website called the We Are TAPS video where you and some others have shared stories. And, and one of them was a mom and her two kids, and the kids talk about it too. Tell us a little bit about that, about that video. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, it's a, it's a beautiful video that is a collection of survivors and our, our stories. Uh, the beautiful thing about the, the We Are Taps video is that it not only shares our stories, but we also get to share the stories of our loved ones as well. And uh, the, two, the two kiddos you mentioned in the We Are Taps video, Max and Ronan, they are a big part of our Taps family, but their entire family is part of the Taps family. So you also see in the still photos as the video continues that we also have Max and Ronan's older brother and sister, and they actually come back to TAPS programs and volunteer their time as a legacy mentor. And legacy mentors are surviving adult children who have grown up in the Good Grief Camp, 
and they are now volunteering their time to come and give back to mentor another newly bereaved child. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty amazing. I want to ask you about another personal question, sort of the, uh, so the, back to that day that you first met someone from TAPS up to now. So they've, they helped you get through the, the beginning of your grief journey as, as you've called it. And that led you to become involved with the organization yourself? Absolutely. So I am very, very lucky because that uh, meeting in Arlington National Cemetery in Section 60 over Memorial Day weekend is what saved my life. Um, getting Having the TAPS survivors connect with me and share the information about TAPS resources, I reached out. It was 2.37 in the morning, um, day after day. I couldn't sleep, and I knew I needed help but I didn't know how to ask for help. And um, following a death, everybody is always very helpful and they want, you know, text me anytime, anything you need, you know, two o'clock in the morning, I'll be there for you. But when you're living with trauma and you're so early in those early days of grief, to be honest, Bernie, you don't know what you need. You know, you need something, but you can't put your finger on it. And um, I actually ended up calling into our National Military Survivor Helpline, and that number is 1-800-959-TAPS. And the, it's a live answer helpline, and I was immediately connected with one of our in- incredible helpline representatives, and she just sat on the phone while I cried. Yeah. I could not even get the words out as to why I was calling. Yeah, And she just stayed, she just stayed right there, very quiet, allowed me to cry, comforted me, consoled me. And then the very next day I had another phone call from one of our survivor care team members. And um, this survivor care team member was also very young at the time of her loss. And her loss was also traumatic. And she asked me the one question that allowed me to open up and really start talking about Alex and uh, acknowledging the fact that I was living with grief and I needed help. Um, she asked me what I did with my wedding dress. Wow. And the answer. <laughs> and the, the beautiful thing, Bernie, is that nobody else had asked me about that. Yeah. But because because Susan and I had shared such a similar experience, she knew, she knew to ask because she had been there too. Yeah. So it's, um, it it was incredible because the next thing that happened was I was, um, then in my mailbox, I got this beautiful packet that's called a community resource report. And what Susan did is she actually went through, worked with a team and identified local grief support groups in my community within, you know, a 10 mile radius of where I lived. And these grief support groups were specific for um, someone who was under the age of 45 and um, was not yet married at the time of their loss. And so I finally got up the courage to go. Yeah. Right. And I walk in and I'm, I'm making the scan looking for the nearest exit because 
Bernie, when you're living with, with something like that, you can't say it out loud and people can't see you speaking it because then it becomes real. And so right when I walked in, I was scanning the door, looking for all the exits, you know, going to make my sneaky exit out the side. And there's a woman standing behind the table and she just took one look at me as I was waiting to, to advance in to, to sign in and get my little name tag. And she just looked at me and she said, are you here from TAPS? Huh. So TAPS had called her and asked her, you know, if uh, for all the information about her grief support group and if, and if this was an appropriate group for someone with my demographics, with my background to attend. And they, they said, okay, well, you know, we're, we're hoping that she comes to your next, your next meeting. So please do, you know, please do welcome her. The next thing I got was I was actually connected with a mental health professional in the community as well. Taps and Susan knew just based off of what I was sharing that I needed support to help me process that trauma that I was living with. And um, so I went and got connected with a free counselor, mental health professional right there in the local community. And he did not ask me for my insurance card. I didn't have to share, you know, prove who I was. He was there and helped work with me to help process that trauma. And it was incredibly, incredibly helpful because at that time I didn't know what it was I needed, but because TAPS has been here. We've, this is our, their story is my story. My story is their story. Yeah. They were able to make those very subtle, but very meaningful connections in a way that nobody else could. Yeah. That's, uh, that's incredible. We should, we should be saying this as we go. Also it's taps, T-A-P-S dot org. Um, it's yes, the sir. website and a lot of good information there. There's so many different programs and resources on there. Um, but even if you're just, Go to that website just as an introduction to see what's going on. Look at that We Are Taps video. That thing that, that, that has it's had an impact on me. Um, and, and fortunately, I, I haven't had any personal losses related to to military, but you know I've had other personal losses, and it's just it's it's so incredible to see an organization like that and to see those real life stories from you and the others that are in that video. Thank you, Ernie. And you bring up a very excellent point. Um, please do visit us at taps.org. There are other military survivors out there that may not yet be connected with TAPS. And your graciousness in allowing us to share our message with you and your audience is going to help reach other survivors. And please know we are a 24-7 organization. We are here to help. This weekend is Memorial Day which is very meaningful to our nation and our community and even all of us military survivors. And while every day for us is Memorial Day, but this day is truly, truly special because it's where we come together as a country to honor the life and legacy of all those who have served and died. Yeah. So please do come and, uh, and, and learn more about us. Yeah, it's... Yeah, we we need to remember that even more on, on this kind of a weekend because it's also you know the unofficial kickoff of the summer and we're all you know having barbecues and beer and celebrating with family and friends. But this is also the you know the the reason for the holiday and you know it's a good thing to to put both of those things together, I guess. 
We are, uh, well, on uh, Sunday, we are going to be welcoming our families for a family barbecue for a family night. So our National Military Survivor Seminar and Good Grief Camp goes live with, we have wonderful military senior leadership coming to address the survivors that are attending, which is really important that survivors hear from senior top level military officials that the life and service of their loved one is treasured, is honored and remembered. We have wonderful programs for adults to attend. They attend sessions on topics ranging from how can I sleep better to how to adjust to life after having served as a caregiver to my military loved one. We have incredible programs for the kids. Uh, The children are going to be engaged in meaningful activities to help them process their experience through play in a very safe and supportive environment uh, connected with their military mentors. And then on Sunday, all of the families are coming together for a lovely meal um, where we are going to honor and celebrate the incredible weekend that we have had together as we move into um, Memorial Day, which is on Monday. The other incredible thing we have planned at lunchtime is our graduation from Good Grief Camp. And this is where our TAPS um, graduates, they are going to be graduating high school, but they're also graduating from Good Grief Camp. They're now adults. We do a lovely graduation ceremony with them, and we have an incredible education program that we partner with these graduating kids and identify what their educational goals are and work with them to plan out their next steps of their educational journey so that there is little to no out-of-pocket cost by connecting them with education benefits. Last year in 2020, we connected military survivors with over $180 million worth of education benefits. And those are not donor dollars. Those are, do- that, those are benefits that are already out there for survivors. And because we have lifelong connections with survivors, that's even if they're seven at the time of their loss, they might not be thinking about college. But because they've been with TAPS for 10 years, they're now 17 and it's time to start making those decisions. And we are able to truly provide them with comprehensive support and guidance so that they can move into the next phase of their grief journey and their life. Yeah. And those activities. So we record these this in advance. So a lot of those activities are happening later today, Sunday. And uh, and then, of course, Memorial Day tomorrow, as you know, people are listening to this. I don't want to run out of time here. We've got a few minutes to go. Is there any anything else you'd like to add or repeat or emphasize? I want to make sure we we cover it all. Absolutely. Well, our my hope is that all of your listeners know that we are a 24/7 organization and you can visit us anytime at taps.org or through our National Military Survivor Helpline at 1-800-959-TAPS. We are a national nonprofit organization. We receive no money from the government, and the programs and services we provide to survivors are free and unlimited. Anyone who is grieving the death of a loved one whose life included military service is welcome in the TAPS family. This also includes those who were serving in the Guard and Reserve and died while not in a duty status. 
we are here for all those grieving the death of a military loved one. Well, I'm really happy to learn about TAPS. This is this is great. And, I, and I, as I said before we started this, it's like I I am sorry I didn't know about it before because you, you said you've been around since 1994. It's it's a great organization. And, uh, and Chantel, we loved hearing your story too. Thank you. And also, if anybody is wanting to know how they can help support the mission, yeah. uh, you can go to taps.org forward slash donate. And there are multiple different opportunities to help support and provide assistance to the families of the fallen. And you probably need volunteers too. Always. We always need <laughs> volunteers. We are actually recognized by the service enterprise or by points of light with service enterprise as an organization that most effectively and efficiently leverages volunteer resources to help us carry out our mission. All right. That's great. Dr. Chantel Dooley, director of impact assessment and research for uh, TAPS. And, um, and a, a military survivor. Uh, I loved hearing your story. Thank you so much for sharing that with us and for all the information about TAPS. Thank you, Bernie. It was a pleasure to be here. And then wishing you the best. Uh, why don't we end with um, your website one more time? Our website is taps.org. And if you are a survivor and want, want to be connected with resources, we have a 24-7 live answer National Military Survivor Helpline at 1-800-959-TAPS. That's 1-800-959-8277. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.